With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Here with the 247th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. In this episode, we're going to look at the staff that new coach Arthur Smith is assembling. And it's a senior, it's a more senior staff. A lot of veteran uh, coaches on the staff. And really, I'm worried because I don't think we're going to have our DJ at practice anymore. I don't believe we're going to have our DJ at practice. How else am I going to stay up on all the new music that's out there? But we do have a more senior staff starting from the top to all of the position groups here. So we have online a lot of the bios on uh, the assistants, we just got two today, so we'll um, we'll just tell you those right off the bat, and we'll file them at the back of the line here. We got John Holt coming in from uh, Maryland as the secondary coach, and then Ted Monacino, outside linebackers coach. Uh, 16 years experience for Holt. 64 years old. He's at Maryland. He's also coached in the NFL at Tampa Bay, Chicago, and Houston. So 16 years of NFL experience for him. And for Monacino, 54, uh, he's coached 14 seasons in the NFL. Uh, Defensive assistant and offensive linebacker coach for the Chicago Bears in 19 and 20. He's also coached with the Ravens. He's coached Khalil Mack, Terrell Suggs, you know, so when he's coaching, telling these guys what to do, he's got a book to bank on uh, to tell these guys, hey, you know, this worked for Khalil Mack, hopefully it'll work for you. So let's get right to the top. We're going to be meeting these guys via Zoom here in the next couple of days. Formally, the coordinators are set up to meet the media, and uh, we have a lot of questions for them. Um, Want to hear from Coach Arthur Smith, too, um, about his coaching staff that he's assembled. Uh, but uh, I'll, we'll get, I guess we'll get him right around combine time. But, you know, we, it's breaking news here. We'd like to hear uh, his thoughts on his new coordinators. Of course, he likes them, but we want to hear that from him. So let's start off here with um, got the defensive coordinator, Dean Pease. He's 71. Uh, Kemp coming out of retirement for the second time. It was thought that Tennessee wanted him. You know, most of these guys got ties to Arthur Smith, and uh, he was in Tennessee in 18 and 19. Uh, so, you know, they, they get their guys. And so that's just how the NFL is. So uh, Pease is 71, uh, was a coordinator for the Patriots, Ravens, and Titans. 
He's uh, the most decorated of the staff, of the new staff. Uh, you know, he's got long-time experience uh, uh, in the NFL, was uh, close with John Harbaugh. I met Coach Harbaugh when he was at the University of Cincinnati, and Pease was up the street there at Miami of Ohio. Uh, so, you know, followed his career. He thought he was going to be one of the, the head coaches out of the cradle coaches there at Miami of Ohio. Going on to have a, a distinguished defensive career in the NFL. Uh, was a coach at Kent State. That didn't go too well. But some of his influences include Nick Saban, Lou Holtz, Gary Pinko, of course, Bill Belichick, and John Harbaugh. And Hall of Famers he's coach include Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. And Pro Bowlers, Teddy Bruschi, Rodney Harrison, Willie McGinnis, and Terrell Suggs. One of those might make it to the Hall of Fame. Suggs, maybe two, maybe three. Mm. Teddy Bruschi, maybe four. Who knows? Went to Bowling Green, started coaching in high schools before moving to college. He was on the Super Bowl teams with the Patriots in 04 and the Ravens in 2012. Uh, we're going to talk about his musical background on our Sundays, on our story about Dean Pease. And there's a good YouTube video out there of him uh, delivering the speech to the school of education at Bowling Green. He plays a, a little, he wrote him a little song. He's a composer and he played it for him. So we'll share that too. The special teams coordinator, Mark Quise. Hope I'm saying that right. It's Q-U-I-C-E, Mark Quise. I get that. I get Marquise out of that. Hopefully, um, I'm sure the Falcons PR will straighten me out if it's Marquez or, or you know, another uh, pronunciation. Williams, special teams coordinator, 35. He's going to have to bring the energy. At 35, he's the youngest, I think, on the staff. Assistant, he was assistant special teams coach with the Lions for, for the past two seasons. Maybe we'll get a DJ for the special teams period. Uh, but, yeah, he was with the Lions. He was uh, the Chargers, a defensive quality control. Interesting here, he came up through the Minority Wash, uh, Bill Wash Minority Coaching Fellowship Program, which is designed to give, um, you know, minority candidates entry level into the NFL. And it looks like he's, it's working here for him. Played ball at Fresno City College. Uh, before going on to the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota. So, <clears throat> he had Jamal Agnew as a um, league leader, as a returner. So, yeah, maybe he could add some spice to the Falcons' return game. Now, first, uh, uh, the offensive coordinator is Dave Ragone out of Cleveland St. Ignatius High. Uh, Oliver Lux High School, that's Andrew Lux's dad. Uh, a lot of uh, distinguished alum from there. Joe Pickens was the, the number one quarterback in the nation coming out of there. Went to Ohio State. Uh, and then Ragone went on to Louisville, played some ball down there, had a good record. Played a little bit in the league. He was with Arthur Smith from 2011 to 13 in Tennessee. So uh, Dave Ragone, your offensive coordinator, I'm pretty sure he'd be helping with the game plans and, and helping to structure things, although Arthur Smith has uh, decided he's going to call the plays for now. Eventually he's going to have to pass it off. But, hey, for former third-round pick out of Louisville, 
from 03 to 05 with the Texans. Spent uh, 06 with the Rams. He's pretty close to his pension. Guess he'll get a coaching pension now. Uh, Charles London, good move for him. Moving over from running back coach to quarterbacks coach uh, at 45. He was an offensive quality control with the Titans back in 2011. So he was the Bears running back coach from 2018 to 20. He spent four years as the running back coach for the Texans. He's a Bill O'Brien guy. Him and he was at uh, Penn State with Coach O'Brien. Went with him with the Texans. Had uh, you know some good running backs down there. Uh, but he got his start as a quality control assistant under Lovey Smith, 07 to 09. And he wants to become a head coach one day. Needed to move, get out of the dead end spot at running backs and move over to quarterbacks. So, you know, the next thing would be offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, normally that's how it works. But we're seeing different and new and different combinations these days. Now, here's the one uh, I'm kind of excited about. Is this Dwayne Ledford? He was a journeyman player in the League 44 uh, they're gonna have to listen to him because he's been around. Um, but he played in the league, bounced around a lot. He's done a great job at NC State, and then at Louisville uh, with Bradbury at NC State, and then at Louisville with Makai Becton. And uh, you know he improved those lines and made them better out of the bad situations that they were in. So the Falcons have drafted linemen, and uh, you know I'm not disparaging uh, Chris Morgan. He was a uh, Coach of the year, lineman coach of the year in 15, but something's not gelling right up front, you know, and I don't know if it's Alex Mack getting, uh, my thoughts are, you know, McGarry's got to handle speed better. Lindstrom's going to be a baller. He's, so he's on, I got, you got that. Uh, Alex Mack's 35. I don't know if they could pay him again. Hennessy, uh, he didn't get beat up. He wasn't on the ground like Peter Collins, but, um, you know, he's going to have to get stronger and move some people off the point of attack. Left guard, James Carpenter, you know, he's probably seen his better days, but tough guy. And uh, Jake, you know, solid over there at, uh, at left tackle. Um, you know, not having, you know, made one pro bowl as an alternate. So, you know, you need to, you know, if he was going to be a perennial pro bowler, he would have done it by now. So maybe Letford can get it out of him, you know, at the late point in his career. But he, uh, journeyman center, played for the 49ers. Uh, 1999 to 2000, 2003 to 04, Jacksonville 2000, Panthers 2001, Browns 05, and Saints 06. Played at East Carolina, switching to the offensive line as a senior where he played left tackle. So, but yeah, I'm getting great, great rave reviews about his work at Louisville with Beckton. And last season, he put a line together and made him, you know, uh, Made him into a formidable unit. Linebackers coach Frank Bush from Clark Central. He is 58 years old. He coached the linebackers with the Titans from 2011 and 12. So I got everybody's ties to Arthur Smith. You know, you see how the buddy system works in the NFL. So a uh, long timer, 29 years coaching. Um, I want to talk to him about his career uh, ending uh, Abruptly with the Houston Oilers there in 85, um, you know, he had a, um, a back issue 
and uh, didn't play anymore. He played 19 games, made 14 starts. His career was cut short after a narrow spinal canal was discovered that made it too risky to play. Frank Bush, well-respected linebacker coach around the league. Um, looking forward to uh, talking to him. Squirreling up here. Um, he was linebacker's coach with the Broncos when they beat the Packers in Super Bowl 32 and when they beat the Falcons in Super Bowl 33. So he's got two Super Bowl rings. So that was early in his coaching career. So he uh, – he probably wants a new one. And Justin Peel, former Falcons tight end, one of the good guys in the league, uh, coming back to coach the tight ends. He uh, helped Zach Ertz become a pro bowler up in Philly. So he's, uh, his prize pupil will be Hayden Hurst, and they'll have to get some more tight ends in here. Uh, Jaden Graham's still here. Uh, Luke Stocker is uh, has a chance to be he should be a free agent too, but uh, needs some more tight ends behind Hayden Hurst. He was on the Eagles staff that won Super Bowl Fifty Two over the Patriots. All right, Gary Emanuel, defensive line staff. He's sixty two. Uh, coached at the Forty Niners, coached in Giants. Says he uh, one of my. Um, you know, he had Marcus Golden there. He's a scheme coach, I've been told, that uh, coaches the scheme. Uh, but we need somebody to coach the pass rushers and stack their moves and so forth. So we'll see how that goes. You know, the pass rush is the key here for the Falcons. Steve Hoffman, 62, senior assistant. He was with the Titans in 17. So that was his tie to Arthur Smith. Uh, I got ties for everybody. I didn't have one for Emmanuel or uh, Marquez Williams, but everybody else was either in Tennessee at some point during his time. Okay, now uh, Steve Hoffman, he was the you know kicking guru for the Cowboys. He's managed to stay around the league uh, since coming up from Miami with Jimmy Johnson in uh, 1989. Uh, it was even one stint here. With the uh, Falcons there for, um, I think it was just 06. Okay, Matt Pease, the, the son of Dean Pease, got the uh, defensive quality control position, 40. Uh, he was a quality control in Tennessee from 17 and 18. Uh, last year he coached at Finley, Ohio High. Finley High in Ohio. Uh, but uh, when he was at, Tennessee, he helped with the defensive line. So that's uh, that's the defensive quality con control staff. And so that uh, that wraps it up here. We got the staff covered. Um, no hoes. A lot of senior coaches. Uh, they'll be adding some support staff, I'm sure, for them. Some more quality control spots. Uh, you know, on the team's website, we still had uh, – a lot of guys still listed. That just means they're under contract and have not been released from their contract yet. And we'll go and see uh, see who those guys are. We know that uh, Bernie Parmalee was still in there. Um, let me get over there real quick. And uh, Coach Coach Bob Sutton was still on the list. Bob Cronenberg. 
Uh, as far as the uh, coaches that were under contract but have not, um, you know, been released from those contracts yet, let's see what that looks like right as of this moment. So, yeah, big takeaway. Hey, we probably are going to lose um, our DJ at practice. And I'm pretty sure the hoop is coming down in the meeting room with this senior staff here. So, yeah, these guys here are still on the staff uh, under contract. But uh, the team will probably release them here at some point if they uh, – you know, don't fit in with the new regime. Coach Bob Sutton, defensive analyst, offensive line assistant Bob Cronenberg, uh, tight end coach Ben Steele, senior defensive assistant defensive back coach. He could that spot's still open. Doug Mallory, a special teams coordinator. That spot's gone. Bernie Parmalee. He could move to running backs. We don't have a running backs coach name. Uh, running backs coach um, Will Herringer. So they could probably put them two at running backs. And then defensive assistant Lance Schultz. I'm pretty sure Quinn will uh, try to find a spot for him down in Dallas. So, But that's where we're at with the coaching staff, the coordinators, uh, Dean Pease. Off, off defense, offensive coordinator Dave Ragone, special teams coordinator Mark Marquise Williams. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, it looks like the uh, the Ledford's the key one. We want to see who his assistant is because uh, he's uh, he's coming highly recommended. Uh, pass rush is going to have to be, uh, be uh, Gary Emanuel, defensive line, and also, um, you know, because they're going to, they're going to tell us, uh, we're adaptable. We're going to do this and that. Dean Pease is a 3-4 guy. So they don't have 3-4 pieces either. So he's going to have to be adaptable. Uh, Manichino, 55. is going to uh, 54. We're going to have the outside linebackers coach is going to basically be a pass rush guy. And Emmanuel will have that interior firm with Grady and uh, et al. Tyler Davidson, I don't know how you could fit him Ooh, you got to make him an in almost. You got Alan Bailey's a 3-4 in. I don't know. You're going Grady on the nose. It's going to be interesting. They're definitely going to have to adapt. And, of course, Dean Pease has seen everything in the game. So the roster analysis is going to be key, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to have to do some coaching over there. Uh, we saw that this year. You ain't going to be able to fix all those problems right away. Uh, you know, in the secondary with no pass rush. You're going to have to blitz them linebackers, so Bush is going to have to have them ready. Mikael Walker's going to have to play and be a part of that. Might need to get another linebacker uh, to, to you know, help out Fourier and Dion. But, um, you know, maybe they could find a Shaquille Barrett on a scrap heap somewhere like Tampa Bay did two years ago, a three- or four-year guy that's ready to blossom, and you could put him on that edge and, uh, you know, get after the quarterback that way. But, hey, that's it here. We're going to get on out. You can follow us on Twitter at AJC. You know, bookmark us on AJC.com and certainly get all our stuff, um, all our content on Atlanta Falcons News Now on the Facebook page. So, uh, next couple of days, we got stories coming on the offensive coordinators. 
or the coordinators, offensive, defenses, and special teams. And we'll have some stuff, uh, items for you down from the Senior Bowl. Uh, Jamie Newman's down there throwing the ball around pretty good is what we're hearing here uh, today. So with that, we're going to get out of here. That was your Meet the Falcons coaching staff um, podcast. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Take care and have a great week. Just want to send my condolences to the Smith family, former colleague and a local friend of mine from the neighborhood, Sekou Smith, former uh, NBA TV reporter. He passed today, and uh, we're certainly uh, sending along our prayers and and so forth to the Smith family, Miss Heather and the kids, Gray Brill and uh, all of them. Uh, but yeah, sad day for for the uh, for the journalism crew here. Some of the guys that uh, knew Seku very well at work and away from work. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.